Hello, everyone. Welcome to Being Experiential Podcasting. I'm here with my co-host, Bethany Evans, and myself, Aaron Pruitt, where we are committed to offering inspiring, insightful content that awakens your mind, your body, and your spirit in transformative ways. Yeah, thank you for joining us. And thank you, Erin, for that beautiful introduction. Oh, you're welcome. (laughs) I practiced. I know, I can tell. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so today is all about Erin and intuition. And so we're going to talk about what it is, how you tap into it, her experiences with it. So let's get into it. I, I would love to know your definition of what intuition is. So my definition is that everyone has um, instincts, a feeling. And usually for me, intuition is really guided by emotions. So Mm -hmm. what you're feeling, happy, sad, concerned, a little unsure. And to me, the best definition, it was actually in the 80s. There was a guy on Oprah. Mm -hmm. and you know when Oprah had her big hair you know oh yeah he might have been late 80s early 90s and he was an FBI agent who wrote a book and he said listen we have researched um we haven't um talked to victims who were abducted assaulted he said every single time the only norm is they had a hit that Mm. something was off yeah and said if I could leave this planet and leave one thing is that people trust their gut. They have a hit. They have a sense of something. He's like, it is crazy accurate. And I was thinking like, well, shit, if an FBI agent is Mm -hmm. telling us to pay attention to our gut. Yeah. I remember just being, and then when I was younger doing self-defense classes and as I got older, I really realized that there's this internal compass in each of us Mm -hmm. that wants to support our highest good, our dreams and our authentic self. So to me, the intuition is everyone has it. It's this feeling and it can have this experience look a little different. That's why there's like so many different clairsentient. There's so many different ways of getting information. Yeah. And I, um, I, so that's, yeah. So I support people. Mm-hmm. I come from an, and as a coach, I come from it and I support people to, you know, develop it. That was a long answer, but did that, that make sense? Okay. No, it makes total sense. I love the the piece about the FBI agent because it, it reminded me of that. I've heard before that like trauma can um, really heighten people's intuition. Like people who become very sensitive emotionally sometimes experience a lot of trauma in their early, earlier years, which kind yeah. of push them in that direction. So, um, no, I think trauma is, it's funny because my background, which mm-hmm. we we'll talk about, uh, but I originally was a, a caseworker, like a case manager mm-hmm. in social work. So I worked with a lot of high risk kids, especially foster kids. And I'm telling you, yeah. they had the best bullshit monitor. Yes. Fear, like when something was going down or wrong. Yes. And yeah. I would be like, they're like, something's wrong. And I'd be like, what? Like, I would actually feel like they were telling me, like, what, what's going on? <laughs> Because right. they had experienced trauma that they had yeah. this sense they were um, very aware. Yeah. So, yeah, I would totally agree. And I think young people. Well, yeah, children, children in general are better. Like, are they're like, so Ew, much, Right. They're yeah. so much better about it. And it's, it's like our society and like wh- however you're brought mm. up and your, you know, uh, what's the experiences and your environment is what shapes I guess whether you, whether you, it's more heightened or if you'd like dumb it down. Right. Yes. So, yeah. 
So, um, yeah. So yeah so tell us about, tell us about your journey then to become an intuitive coach. So how it started was, so my background, well, originally my background was in social work and mm -hmm. as a case manager, but then I, as, um, in my twenties, my later twenties, I dropped into, um, uh, training and consulting mm -hmm. mostly with government agencies and nonprofits nice. throughout the state of California. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I would go around train, you know, new funding in the state, um, consult companies, like how did, what's, you know, uh, yeah. new, uh, <clears throat> just, just new laws, whatever. So there's a lot of different stuff. I ran around the state. I was good at that job. And then what happened was, you know, like most of us, when you're good at something, what do people do? They give you more of it or they right. give you harder projects. Oh yes. And so they started giving me bigger groups to train. So what okay. I might've had 30 to 50, then I was standing in front of 200 and they expected me to do this, have the same effect with 200 that I had with 50. Right. I don't know if any teachers are out there, but that is like a whole nother ball game. Yeah. Right. Which is, yeah. Which is like why we, our conversation earlier about why I'm <laughs> feeling so stressed right now. <laughs> totally. So I was like, I was like struggling and I was telling my um, husband at the time, which I'll explain in a moment. I said, I can't hear myself. There's too much people, energy, so much coming at me. Yes. And then I said, I decided I'm going to learn to meditate mm. because if I can quiet myself, I, I imagined myself like the matrix. Mm -hmm. Things would come at me slowly, no matter how it was a bullet, right? Yeah, no, yeah. Ma no matter how the real speed was, mm -hmm. I could slow it down. And then, oh, I started even getting better. And then all of a sudden I slowed shit down enough that I started being like, <laughs> like saying things like, Ooh, are you and your husband okay? And people were like, what? How did you, I didn't say anything about my husband or, right? oh, wow. I feel like, I, you know, I feel a little sadness or, hey, you mm. know what? You're close. You're not in the right job, but you're close. And then people yeah. like, look at me and I, like it would come out of my mouth. Yeah. And so then I started, I ran into a, um, I met a gentleman, I actually stalked him because I knew he had skills. <laughs> I asked to be in his class, which I thought was a meditation class, found out it was a class for psychics and intuitives, mm -hmm. but I didn't know that until he gave me an exercise, like sat me next to him. He's like, Aaron, what is it? Everyone think of your favorite place, like your happy place. And he's like, where is John's happy place? I was like, John, where's your happy place? <laughs> he's like, no, <laughs> no, no, tell no. me. <laughs> He's not going to tell you. And I remember thinking, feeling like an idiot. I'm in this class. Right. And I was like, I thought we were going to meditate. What the hell did I land? <laughs> but I'm competitive enough that I was like, yeah. I'm going to like freaking learn how to do this. And out of that is when I started using my intuition, but I yeah. used it very much in the everyday work. Mm -hmm. What was crazy was I started people coming, people started coming up to me and saying, Hey, can I hire you privately? Mm -hmm. And I'm like, to do what? And they're like, well, to coach me. And I was like, this uh, is through like your consulting and jobs. Yeah. And like okay. friends, like, Hey, oh, okay. did, did this. And then like a friend, of, a friend would say, Hey, Aaron, can you coach me? I'm like, on what? Like, yeah. like, I, like yeah. talk, I can talk about policy. Like what right. are you talking about? You want to know the new right. funding for prisons? Okay. Like, yeah, <laughs> I was so confused. And so what happened was, is they, um, I just said, yes. My mentor at the time, the gentleman who did the class, he said, just say yes. The universe mm -hmm. is trying to show you something. I'm like, all yeah. right. I'm like, yeah. And then he goes, and you need to charge. I'm like, oh, I'm not trained in this. Oh my I'm God. like, I have a degree, like I have degrees and certifications and I get paid for that. There's yeah. no, I'm not trained in this. And so what ended up happening was, um, I just started working and then I started building a clientele. The big mm. shift 
because now I have my own business mm-hmm. where I train and consult, but as an intuitive coach yeah, is, um, I blend the, my, my background in really facilitating moving conversations, getting agreements with my ability to read people. And I, that's how I coach mm-hmm. is about six years ago, my husband was training for a marathon and was, um, on a 16 mile r- uh, run mm-hmm. when he was struck and killed by a drug driver mm. and he was killed instantly. And we, at that point had been married 15 years and had a oh seven gosh. year old daughter. Mm. And I was like devastated, but I mm-hmm. had connected so much to the universe and to yeah. God and to my intuition that I knew I was like, I know there's something supposed to be birthed out of this. Right. Because this so fucking sucks. Yeah. Something beautiful, like birthing a child, right? Like that is so painful. Yeah. Like so much beauty comes out. There better be something really great. Cause I, <laughs> right. we had a, yeah, we had an amazing marriage. We were like yeah. a power couple mm. in all the sweet loving ways. And so, um, I remember I took a leave of absence from my work and the only thing I can do that I was good at even superseding parenting. I was a total nut job. I was like, mm-hmm. crying. I was like Aww. fall to the floor. My mom's like, what are you doing? I'm like, the teacher said she got a bad grade. Aww. I was like, oh my God, girl. Like, like get everything up. is pressure, right? Yeah, yeah. Everything was falling apart except yeah. my private clients. Mm. I could get in their world and it was easier and I enjoyed it. And I remember at six months saying, you know what? Fuck it. <laughs> my Chris died. I'm going to take a leap of faith and I'm going to start my own business. Nice. Now it has evolved. What I thought I would do then, I mean, I have done stuff. I, and what I'm doing now mm-hmm. is such a growth. Yeah. You know, we were talking, Bethany, I've talked about this many times is when you are a coach and when you are helping people become better, you can't help but become better in the process. Right. And you get a lot clearer <clears throat> in who you are and what you offer. Right. And who you want to work with. Yeah. So it has been a freaking a crazy evolution of where I've been and where I am today. Mm-hmm. And what I know for sure for me is I am great at helping people stepping into their soul's purpose, yeah. moving obstacles out of the way and really having a life where they're authentic yeah. and where they choose happiness. Like, mm-hmm happy feelings, happy thoughts. And I, and, and I'm a straight shooter, which you probably, yeah. anyone listening is going, Oh yeah. So you no bullshit in my, <laughs> right. if you're going to come to me, we're going to like shoot through the bullshit. She's going to call you out on shit. So be ready. <laughs> yeah. And but in a loving way. Totally. I, and that's always so funny. I tell people, I'm like, look, I'm not nice, but I'm kind. <laughs> nice, but I'm kind. I'm kind. Cause I, I want you to have everything you want and mm-hmm. I will be responsible for how I speak to it. But I have no interest in being like nicey nice. Like let's just get along. No. So, um, yeah, because it's not going to serve them for you to just like be mm -hmm. nice and try to make them feel good. Right. In order to grow, you have to become uncomfortable, which means you have to get reflections that don't feel good all the time. Oh yeah. Otherwise, how are you going to see all your blind spots? Right. Exactly. And I just had a client yesterday. I was telling her, I was like, listen, Stop. You're being like a warrior princess right now. Like you're scaring the shit out of your husband. You're scaring the shit out of me a little bit. Like, yeah. And the truth is there's a five-year-old little girl in there Mm. who's hurt. Yeah. Let's be honest. You're hurt, but you, but you feel more comfortable being angry and attacking. Oh yeah. And her husband was like, can you stay here like all night? (laughs) I think the warrior might be coming back. (laughs) 
totally. But ever I like that, you know, I, and I think, um, one of the things I've met a lot of people that want to be intuitive, intuitives, whatever that from a healer to coaching, but I feel like what is required is that there is a level of integrity and you have to identify yeah. what is your integrity right. and that you can, that is not for sale and that mm-hmm. is not to be compromised because I have started with a lot of other coaches and intuitives and I am the only one standing six years later yeah. and I'm like, how the hell am I the one standing? Because honestly, I, there's much more talent out there that I've seen that natural talent, right? Yeah. But I don't give up, and I yeah. am like I call myself the Rudy. I don't know if you know that movie. I've never seen it, but I know oh. which one you're talking about. He had like very little talent. He just loved football. Oh, okay. And he ended up playing for Notre Dame. But I am like the Rudy of the intuitive mystical world because I yeah. don't stop. Yeah. So now I'm incredibly. You give yourself talented. more credit because you're oh. like you're great. <laughs> oh yeah, but I worked on it. Like I yes. just know that I have where I came from and what I had a little bit of natural talent but I just capitalized and I learned. Yeah. And so that, that I'm here. Sense. Yeah. Yeah. So I think we already touched on this a little bit, but so every, you believe everyone has intuition, right? I believe that, I mean, I've obviously it, to you and I, to me as well, it's connected to our emotions, right? And our gut, mm-hmm. everyone has that. Everyone feels emotions, whether they mm-hmm. show it or not. Mm-hmm. So can you talk about like, maybe like some of the differences, you know, like how it shows up differently in people? Because I, we're all individuals. We all have different experiences. Absolutely. And I was trying to pull up, I was laughing. I had this little shortcut that I wanted to share, but I'm not finding it in the moment. So what it, so how intuition looks for each of us is this sense, this, and sometimes um, I have clients majority of the time, it's a feeling or Mm -hmm. a body sensation. So you're like, I feel like, oh, I kind of feel sad. Like I, like when we were shopping for houses, I might drive my late husband crazy. Cause I'd be like, nope, nope. <laughs> I just like get near the front door. Nope. And he's like, yeah. you didn't even go inside. I'm like, I can feel it. It exactly. doesn't feel yeah. safe. It doesn't feel comfortable. And, and I did the same with people, um, which and I'll tell you, my friends would be like, you're like judgy. And I was like, mm-hmm. now right? I could be judgy or I could just be like, I, I, you know, I'm 44 years old, somewhere around after my husband died, but somewhere around 39, 40, I made a decision. I'm going to trust myself yeah. before any fucker on this planet. Mm-hmm. I don't care if you are the second coming of Jesus, Gandhi, you are <laughs> this brilliant, right? Right. No matter how much you trust somebody yeah, else's advice. Like, yeah. I'm going to go with my intuition and I'm learning. I'm going to, and I'm going to keep getting better, better listening to it. Right. And faster. Mm-hmm. So when you start listening to it. So I think for some people it's body sensations, sometimes yeah. in the stomach, neck, but I've had clients I had in the back. Like they're like, wait, I'm feeling a little tension in my back with something's off. Well, yeah. Our body stores emotions, right? That's where we store totally. stuff and each actually body part or body. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Whole, it corresponds to like different types of things that you're holding on to emotionally. Ex- yeah, exactly. Um, so what I, and then as you start listening, cause a lot of times the body will talk in like warnings, Yeah, but it also talks in happiness, but sometimes it's the warnings that we don't always 
lean into. Mm-hmm. And then what you might find is what kind of uh, Claire audio, Claire sentient. So right. Claire's. So, so what are the Claire's? Got it. And that's what I was looking up. Okay. So oh, okay. Didn't they send you that meme? Yes. That? I want it back. Oh, like okay. that's what Look I was through. looking at. Okay. Here, I'll okay. get it through I'll my- start talking. Our text first. messages. Okay. Thank you. Mm-hmm. So one of the thing is Claire audio is where you hear things. Yeah. Like it's almost for me, it's like I hear my own voice. I'm talking yeah. myself. Right. That's um, me. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Some people actually hear it's a different tone or different. Like, yeah. Like frequencies and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or they know also, it's not them. What? I was going to say also people who, I mean, I guess are like really sensitive to sound would be like Claire audience. Mm-hmm. You know, like, um, yeah. it doesn't, you know, it doesn't necessarily have to be words or whatever. It could be like music um, that kind of, those kind of frequencies. Yeah. And that, and, and when you say, I'm glad you said that, cause when you say sensitivity, it could be both mm-hmm. like you pick up on it easily and you're, it's like, um, almost like toxic noise. Like yes, too much. I drive, I am, uh, in a, now in a relationship and we're blending households and mm-hmm. I've got all of these people trained, like, oop, too loud. Aaron's coming, turn the volume yeah. down. Like, yeah, you, I don't want random noise. Oh, yeah. it's, I'm like, ooh, ooh, acting like little landmines are going off. In Me my too. House. It like, fr- it, I, my son watches things on TV and I'm like, can you please start? Like I get instantly like, ugh, like I get tensed up and I'm like irritated and I want to like hit something. And I'm like, you got to turn that down. Like you yeah. have to. <laughs> and I say to them that, okay, we're going to be down in the living room or I'm mm-hmm. here. So that I'm like, if you want sounds, it's up in the, so my, where I work out of is we call it the spirit room. Mm-hmm. Like go to the spirit room if you want sounds, or go <laughs> to the living it. room. Yeah. So they know if they're around me, it's quiet. Yeah. Yes. Um, or there's only one thing. If it's a TV or there's music, it's just, we're having one sound. We're not right. having multiple sounds. Too many sounds. Yeah. 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 Kind of got a little obsessed with that, but whatever. <laughs> then there's smell. And that's mm. the one that I can't remember. So sometimes well, people. It's, yeah. Uh, Claire. Smell when you smell. Claire aliens. Clary aliens. Thank you. I didn't even know that one. I, yeah. Oh yeah. There's, so what you have is like, usually there's, um, hearing, seeing visions, right. Smell people even taste, which is really bizarre. I've only met a couple of people. They will like, um, I get, it's funny because I'll get that when I do body scans, I go like, Hey, Aaron, how am I in my health? And I'll be like, I'm so thirsty. You're dehydrated. You're not, I mean, I'll get like thirsty automatically or I'll get like cravings. So the way I see it with people is like, I start, my body desires what they're missing. Mm, Interesting. Uh, Yeah. It's super, but I have to like, they have to almost, they have to ask me, I have to scan their body. I don't even know how to say this other than it's it's like, like people have to be open to you being in their energy field. Right. I guess that's more what it is. Um, Yes. Yeah. Yes. I and I have to like stop mm. and just scan them. Like where other stuff information just keeps coming to me, whether okay. I try to stop it or not. Scanning people's health. Yeah. And yeah. I am not a medical intuitive. So when I do see shit, I'm like, I don't know what to tell you. Like we just, I had irritable bowel syndrome with a client. And I'm like, um. hey, your stress is making like, uh, it's your intestines. And I was <laughs> doing this like hand gesture of like squeezing. Yeah. And I was like, are you constipated? Cause I didn't understand. She goes, no, I get diarrhea. And I was like, Oh, it's like, I don't yeah. understand. And she had to explain the medical issue because I was seeing just what the body did when she stressed. I was oh. chemistry comes in and it squeezes your intestines. Oh wow. I was imagining it squeezed it off. 
Gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look at but really, it's we're really going to talk about anything on this podcast. Overactive. Yeah. And what it did, it was squeezed it out. Interesting. And I was like, oh, well, here's the key. Your stress kicks in whatever freaking hormone. I can see it drops in yeah. and just makes that area of your body convulse. Now, mm. if someone really needs a medical intuitive, I refer out because I'm like, yeah. I am not your person. Right. I could not tell you what the hell's behind your heart in this chamber. Like, I don't, I just see blah. Yeah. But I can, so that's, so, and then, um, I don't know, I feel like, what are the other clairs? Well, so, okay, so I have the list here. Thank Clair, you. Clairvoyance, when you see shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Clairaudience, when you hear shit. Clairsentience is when you feel shit. Clairempathy is when you feel other people's shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's like the same thing, I feel like. Yeah. Claircognizance is when you just know stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, Clairgustance is when you, t- mm-hmm. is when you taste. That's the taste. Um, and then the Claire aliens is when you smell. Um, Claire tangency. None of these I've heard of before. When you get touched. Or, oh. So like when people touch you and then you feel things. Is that what it yeah, is? Yeah, yeah. Some okay. people have that. Like um, I, there's a medium who um, has had a show, um, Lisa Williams. She's English. And she mm-hmm. would hold things. Oh, okay. Some people, gotcha. if you bring them something and they can yeah. get the energy off of it. Okay. Including humans. Oh. So then, and by, then this list I have also has like telepathy. That's when you can like communicate mm-hmm. through your thoughts. And then telekinesis is when you like can move things with your mind. But I, I don't know how much. Yet. I was going to say, yeah, I was going to say, I don't know how much that actually happens. Have, but yeah, I have telepathy, but I think we all have it. When you yeah. have someone that you're very, like my dad and I, mm-hmm. we didn't even know we weren't talking as much as we were communicating and it you, mm. until my mom would go like stop <laughs> you guys are communicating without talking and and i don't know what's going on and that's rude it's like whispering <laughs> she would call it whispering because oh i would God. look at him and he would head gesture and then i would head gesture and then i'm like yeah right and then right? my mom would like be like what the hell and <laughs> uh, so i didn't even know my dad and i actually didn't have a clue we were doing it we thought it was all happening outside of ourselves yeah so i think people just sometimes are not aware yeah it's when you're they, so connected with somebody else and yeah it's yeah. easier like with parent child or you know like in intimate relationships yeah where you realize that happens and and i also like to acknowledge that sometimes people really could pick up on the energy of someone like oh what's going yeah. on yeah and how are you feeling or oh you're sad or oh wow you're really happy and i think that we that's more common and actually can be enhanced yeah over time so right and um, yeah so the longer you're connected with somebody obviously the stronger it's going to be yeah and the more and the more people are willing to admit like i hate the like when people are like all right something's off i'm like are you okay like no i'm fine i'm fine i'm like you know what like i have that's bullshit to me so i have like no patience for it (laughs) i don't either (laughs) and if they look at me and they're like i'm fine i'm like "Uh uh-huh they're like they i'm like okay if you say so right they're like aaron what do you like, don't you believe me? And I go, I believe myself, even though it's mm-hmm. your emotions, I believe right. my, what I'm picking up more right. than I believe what's coming out of your Yeah. Mind. That's how I doubted my intuition for so many years, mm-hmm. because like what I would see and feel didn't match what everyone else was like saying mm-hmm. and doing. Right. So Is this I was in your house? Like, Is this in your family? Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. mean, that's like where I learned how to like doubt myself, basically yeah. doubt my intuition. So yeah. And I still do it. It's, it's become such a habit, you know, mm-hmm. 
you know, as a child that I still have to like check myself and be like, okay, you can, st- it's still right for you. Even if they're not saying that, you know, like that's mm-hmm. what you're feeling. So there's still some truth there, right? Yeah. Why else would I be feeling that way? Not just making it up. And I remember, so my friend Jennifer will work with me sometimes on events or projects and she's known me since we've known each other since we're 16 and people mm-hmm. will be like, oh, Aaron, I would, to- we could be friends. And Jennifer <laughs>, laughs. She's like, oh, God, you might want to check yourself because Aaron is such, like, there's no bullshit. Yeah. There is um, calling stuff out, sensing stuff. And I'll be like, hey, you don't have to share it with me, but I can feel yeah. something. Yeah. And so Jennifer thinks, she's like, people get the, the sweetest side of you when you're working, mm-hmm. even though you're a straight shooter but you're such a hard ass when it comes to close friendships. And I'm like, and I tell people like, no, you wouldn't want to be my friend. I am a hard person to love. Like, and I'm not hard to love. I'm hard when I love. I expect exactly. a lot. And, right. You don't let people settle for their bullshit, you know, like, no. you know, everyone's better than that. Like you're holding everyone accountable for what you know, you totally. see that is possible for them. I mean, and that's and, a natural coach. So, I mean, totally. <laughs> that makes sense. And, and yeah. And learning to turn it off. But I, and then at the same well, time, yeah. like my friends and my really inner circle, they come at me just as hard. Mm-hmm. So you have to like stand your ground. Yeah. But I wouldn't trade the inner circle I have for like the world. Right. Like, they're really amazing. And we've worked so, we work so well together. Right. Um, but yeah, so there's yeah. that. Claire sent okay. to telepathy. Yeah. So maybe that awakens some things in some of our listeners. If you haven't realized that about yourself and maybe gave you some language for it. Yeah. Um, so like if I were new, say to like intuition, like mm-hmm. being an intuitive coach, like where would I, could I start? Like, how would I start? Totally. I, I would say the biggest thing is getting Mm. quiet Mm. is learning to slow down because we live as humans. We're Mm. sensory beings. Yeah. So, and information comes at us so quickly from whether our, whoever we live with, family, friends, work, we're, I mean, we're so connected. The internet. (laughs) Yeah. And we have it on our wrist. Like we have Apple watches and we have our phones and then we have laptops and we have our computers and I, and we have radio, we have podcasts, like information comes at us so much, which I love. I am an information junkie. Yeah. Selective, but I love learning, but there's a difference between learning mm-hmm. and listening to your own inner guidance. And I think uh, meditation is a, the easiest way. This is what I have found. And if you look at most people in our field, mm-hmm. they would say the same. And so how can you give yourself time to get quiet? Now, I would like to add a caveat to this is it doesn't have to be for 10, 15 minutes. I remember when I first started meditating, I thought I had to meditate for 10 minutes. Yeah. I focused on candles. Mm -hmm. I put music on, I turned music off. And what I've learned is with clients is meditating is just slow it down. You're not going to find the pause where nothing's happening, no thought Mm -hmm. and be as, as just to slow down the thoughts or release the thoughts as they come in, like yeah. just let them float away. And for some people, meditating, getting quiet is a no movement process. Yeah. I have other clients, they need to move. So you yeah. could be in a meditative walk, you mm-hmm. exercising. I have clients where they're weightlifting and yeah. they just go into the zone Yep. and, 
and and you can cultivate that. What you do first is you find that you can get relaxed, yes. you can get centered, and then the next thing you can do is add a problem to it or an issue or something you want to dive into. It's like, okay, I'm quiet, yeah. I'm centered. Okay, now what am I going to do about my mom? Mm-hmm. Hey, and then you just ask and you see, is there any feeling? Is your body giving you a sensation? Do you yes. have any thoughts? Do you have any, hear anything? So then you're just trying to figure out where's the information coming from. Yeah. So that's where I would start. Yeah, absolutely. I was just reminded of like, it may sound weird, but what I realized that when I drive, I get into a meditative state. It's probably because like my body is forced to sit and be still when I'm driving, mm. right? I literally can't get up. And that's when my mind can like <laughs> then start solving problems. Everyone so. should know that you're an Aquarius. So <laughs> it would require you to be strapped into a moving vehicle. Exactly. <laughs> so just so all of you are listening, um, Bethany's an Aquarius. I'm a Libra, which means we're air signs and Gemini's are, are also air signs. Mm-hmm. Thinkers. So yes. we are so in our head, like we're talking to ourselves, mm-hmm. getting information, like little like we're just, if, if we could get natural energy out of how much thoughts float through our head and we think about oh, it. So God. I think something where you have to drive because mm-hmm. it's centering your focus yeah. and it's keeping you from being totally in thoughts or out there. And I, yeah. and I would sense that you probably are going to get a lot of, have you ever done the, okay, here's a, I'll give someone a tip. Yes. Someone, the one person listening one <laughs> is, um, when you, one area to see, uh, to get information is either from a radio show from like the radio, or if, even if you're listening to music, like I have Pandora, mm-hmm. um, or you use Spotify, but go to like random mm-hmm. music mm-hmm. or, um, so you just don't know what music's coming and you can ask yes. a question like, um, how, what's what inspiration is going to mm-hmm. keep me motivated today? Yeah. And then just pick a song. Yeah. And I've done this with classes and it was like, we did this round. I'm um, had a, I did this. My last time I did was a manifestation class, like mm-hmm. manifesting, manifesting life you want. And I, at the last class I said, okay, I'm going to play music. Mm-hmm. And I went to the random station and I would just go, they go five and I go down to the fifth one. Okay. And whatever played. So someone might get country. Someone else got like, I don't know, like a uh, rap, like it was like pop. Yeah. And they just, we just listened to the song. Mm-hmm. And, and there were messages I, in there for you. Totally. And yeah. bawling, everyone had yeah. like, laughing. Right. And then they had little stories. Oh my gosh, that was my mom's favorite song and the mom had died. Yeah. Like, little things like that. And so music is a wonderful way of uh, seeing yeah. what there is. And I also do play the game of like Instagram or Facebook and you scroll yeah. and it lands, that might be information. It's totally. very bizarre. Sometimes yeah. it's a, like a commercially kind of thing. And sometimes it's, you know, your aunt Sue. Yeah. Or the pie recipe, you know? Right. Like, yeah. So totally. that's another way. But it's just allowing yourself games. to be open. Yeah. yeah. Actually, games I had to play with it. There was a, I, this came up for one of my clients recently was um, similar to that is like when you're having trouble getting your answer, just go to your bookshelf, choose a book that you feel intuitively drawn to, open it up wherever it lands, and then see where your eyes, you know, Mm. go to like find the answer that Mm. is meant for you. So there's so many different ways that you can kind of leave it up to the universe to show you. Yeah, totally, totally. Yeah. 
there's there's tips and tricks that will I will be talking in the podcast. So yeah, I just well, made a big sound. I whacked my microphone. Sorry, about that. <laughs> it's okay. Like, <laughs> actually, that what you just did was louder than the knocking of the microphone. Ah, damn, of course. <laughs> And I'm transparent. Like, that's one yeah. of my things is I always will, I'm almost always. Call yourself out. Totally. Yeah. I do too. I feel like probably just because we re- we think that other people, mm. probably because we're so intuitive, we're like, mm. we already know people are, what people are going to say to this. So we're like, I'm just going to say it for you. <laughs> to, to Put you to the punch. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay. So let's talk about what you do with your clients. So I'd say right, like, maybe you can even talk about like before, what did did you see like the theme? Cause you said it was drastic. It's kind of different from where you started. Totally. What were clients seeking you out for then when you started and what are they seeking you out for now? In the beginning, I, I got a lot of just general reads, like just read me. Like if you go to a psychic, like mm-hmm. I'm just curious. Right. So I got that. And then I started realizing that I had to shift because at first I was like, I don't know what I am. <laughs> and I think I had said psychic and then dead people came through. So I also have mediumship skills. Mm-hmm. Um, which I can attest to because she, we were supposed to have a meeting for oh, that's our right. podcast. And then like my grandmothers came through and then the whole meeting was about my grandmothers giving me advice. And when they come through, mother <laughs> yeah. of God, I can't <laughs> stop. Yeah. Like it feels like I am held hostage. I yeah. went to a coffee shop one time. Um, we had a girl's getaway. I, everyone was sleeping at the hotel. So I'm like, I'm going to get everyone coffee. And there was like six of us. So I had six coffees in my hand oh God. from a coffee shop. And I literally was like, you're not leaving. You need to tell this man I'm so proud of him. And I was like, nope, <laughs> not going to do it. Nope, not going to do it. And it was like some random I, stranger in my head. I'm hearing you got to go up to this man. And I looked at him like he is as inviting as a like yeah. yeah. Like there was no energy of like, hi, it was like, right. leave me the hell alone. Closed like, off completely. Well, I went up to him because I frick, I almost like peed myself, threw up. Oh my and God. And I went up to him and I was like, excuse me. And I'm having like all these coffees. Like I'm holding like, I'm, you know, I'm like, yeah. PA, you know, pr- 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 uh, production assistant. And I'm like, <laughs> no, um, I don't know if you believe in psychics, mediums, and he's like, uh-huh. I'm like, I just, I got this message from, can I share it with you? I'm so sorry. And he's like, <laughs> yes. He invites me to sit down next to a guy, which actually was his partner, but I didn't know that. And the guy rolled oh. his eyes at me, oh. pulled his phone out, gave me his, like a slight back, the other guy. Yikes. And so I'm like, oh, this is great. Yeah. So I go, well, and I just said, hey, I, there's a gentleman here who feels like a father figure. I'm not sure, but he just wants to say how proud he is that he didn't support you always in your life. And he is like, you built this amazing life and you're so happy. And he wants to just acknowledge you. And he goes, well, I, my dad, up until a year ago, I would come here. My dad didn't talk to me because I'm gay. And when I came out to my father, he wouldn't talk to me. And then finally we did. And once we reconnected, I would sit here. He goes, I live just down the street in a condo. Mm -hmm. And I come here every day, have a cup of coffee before going to work. And I would call my dad. Hmm. and he's like I think it's my dad I'm like oh thank god oh yeah. good <laughs> like yeah I'm so nervous thank god I'm not crazy <laughs> oh my lord and so over time I finally like told the universe don't do that I don't think I'm I am not yeah. 
Not unless you're being followed around by a camera. enough for this. What? Yeah. I said, not unless you're being followed around by a camera. Because I used to watch those medium shows, like yeah. um, Long Island Medium and stuff like that. Yes. And like, uh, she would do those things. And I'm like, oh my God, that must be so weird. <laughs> oh, and she's an anxious Nelly. So I totally I, see why she's like nervous Nelly. Because it is, yeah. it is nerve wracking. Well, you don't know how the person's going to react to you. Like, that's really, oh. what, for me, that's where I stop myself from saying certain things to people. Because you don't know how they're going to receive it. Right? And- Never have I gotten a bad reception. Yeah. Everyone's been great. It still doesn't make yeah, it. It's still like, not. It's I have to like, yeah. Rush of like, uh, <laughs> it so, needs to come out. <laughs> so in the beginning, I didn't know what I was. Yeah. And then when I decided to build my business, I was like, okay, I want to coach and consult. I work with companies. Mm-hmm. So I started taking some work from companies and I realized like I did team builders and I, and I, what I, it took me a while to realize is I like depth. Mm-hmm. I love the one and done kind of readings. Those are fun. I'm totally down yeah. for them, but I also need to deepen my practice where I get to have clients and move them through a transition yes. or move them over an obstacle. So right. what I've done over the years is kind of where my work is, is intuitive coach that might just be a quick one. Cause some people just need a little help. Right. Like, oh, got it. Oh, yeah. That's you have different types. Yeah. Some people... I've worked with clients over child dying, mm-hmm. with divorce, marriage. So I have, um, uh, I do individuals, I do couples, I do families. Yeah. I also, um, when I was dating, mm-hmm. um, well, I'm still dating, but now I'm dating one person. And uh, I started a whole service around mindful dating. Like, oh, we yeah. can become conscious human beings yeah. inside of dating. And yeah. that has done really well. And now I'm going to be launching Mindful Mates is how to become mm. conscious inside your relationships. Awesome. And then I also do past life regressions, which mm-hmm. I freaking love. Yeah. Um, and I do meditations and journeys to help people unlock, you know, um, yes. release from where they're stuck. Because oftentimes we're psyche people, we're physical. Yeah. And therefore there's a lot of healing. There's a lot of things we need to do to kind of line up our spirit and our body or our spirit and our mind or all three. Yeah. Um, and I also will do events like, um, in a couple of weeks, I'm going to go and do a bachelorette party COVID style. (laughs) And yeah. So I'm like, they're flying me out like, Hey, can you come? We don't want to expose ourselves to like going out. So we're going to have this, you know, intuitives. And that will probably be highlighting more the psychic medium stuff. Yeah. Yeah. But yesterday I had like three couples pondering divorce. So that's what I was doing yesterday, you know, where I was working with them on they're in a crisis. Yeah. So my work has this kind of depth and Mm -hmm. play to it that I just, it's a nice balance. And being a Libra, I want a nice balance of both. Awesome. And then what about your retreats? Like how many retreats have you done? Because that's how you and I met. Yeah. So, so far I've done two retreats, Okay. which I love. So I did an awaken, which was awakening your intuition. And then I did mystic uh, moon retreat, which was really about hearing the signs and the, um, the way nature connecting Mm -hmm. to yourself and to outside yourself. And then I bring in healers and I brought in you. I was like, Mm -hmm. I want a tarot reader. Mm -hmm. And so I get a lot of people that are open to this side of the world of healing and coaching, but don't 
really know it as well. And so what happens are like, oh my gosh, I didn't realize my anxiety was that I actually just needed to go to a healer and get that lined up. Or, oh my gosh, I love tarot. So for me, my job is not always what I do. It's offering what other people do and showing my clients. There's many ways to have ahas and to heal. Mm -hmm. To be a resource, basically. Well, that's like facilitating. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. I was going to say that your retreats are like your facilitating kind of thing coming in. Oh yeah. I love, I love the emceeing. I love Mm -hmm. networking. Mm -hmm. I mm-hmm. love to be connected. I love to connect like-minded people and I love to connect people together. Yes. And mm-hmm. I'm a believer and I think I'm able to do that because I don't, I believe in abundance. I don't believe yeah. just because I refer some clients to you, Bethany, that right. there's not more clients coming. Exactly. And I will usually only work with people who line up with that because fear-based um, intuitives don't work really well, you know, mm-hmm. it's kind of, so you, it's not that I don't get scared and people I work with don't, but it's that we are committed to moving through it. Yes. So, um, and then my last retreat got put on pause. That was metamorphosis. Oh. That was more of a oh, really yeah. deep, like healing trauma. Like we were going to do body work. Oh, wow. Um, so as soon as I can, pick a day. I basically am not picking a day until we figure out where COVID is. I've moved it twice and I'm like, right. okay, done. Cause you don't want to do it virtually. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, that's funny that you say that because I did have some clients like, can we do it virtual? So I'm sitting on maybe doing something virtual, but I don't know yeah. exactly how, I mean, and then, but also offer the, um, retreat and it's in Ojai, which anyone that's listening, it's in California. It's a real spiritual energy to it. it had two match yeah. a native Americans that lived there. There's just an energy that's it's a lovely, beautiful. Yeah. It's yeah. And it's, it's in our backyard. There. Yeah. So I, I feel lucky that we, I get to do retreats. Um, you know, I'm doing mm-hmm. out of California, but I'm open. I know one day I'll be moving around globally. Yeah. I'm excited to see that. Right. We're just in a weird time right now. <laughs> yes. I know. Right. <sighs> I, okay. Well, so can you share an exercise with us today that maybe can help uh, anyone listening and um, connect or deepen their intuition? Yes. All right. So I was thinking, what if we do a little short journey okay. where everyone can just, um, so if you're driving, do the best you can. Don't close your eyes. Yes. Or if you're somewhere <laughs> unsafe, but I'm going to invite everyone to just sit close your eyes and we're just going to do a little bit of connection to our mind, body, and spirit. Okay. And I'm going to play music because just so you know, the thing that changes our chemistry, which are our hormones, which is our feelings is drugs is number one. But if Mm -hmm. you don't want to do drugs, the second is music. Okay. So getting a slow tempo will calm you down or getting a higher tempo. If you want to, you know, you're working out or you want to get stuff done. So Mm -hmm. um, I'm going to play a little relaxing music and invite everyone to, that was very exciting. Uh, that's not my music. That was fun. <laughs> um, it sounded like water. I know. That was my mix. Uh, okay. Well, everyone can just, there we go. There's my music. Okay. If I'm everyone... going to do it too. So I'm going to close my eyes. Perfect. So close your eyes. And I invite you just inhale through your nose, in through your nose, and out through your mouth. And the only job we have right now is to slow our breath down. 
So just I invite you to slow your breath down. Inhale through your nose. Pause and then out through your mouth. And with each inhale, just imagine you're bringing in cleansing, healing air that really is just gonna work on your body, relaxing your body, while exhaling is blowing out stress, tension, busy mind, I like to call it monkey mind. And then, the next few breaths, just try to slow it down just a little bit more. So slower, inhale. And slower, exhale. And when you're ready, I want you to imagine, you don't have to do it, but imagine your hands can scan down your body. Like this is like an x-ray machine trying to find where there is the most activity, maybe tension, stress. So imagine your hands just sliding down your body as you slowly breathe. Finding a place that maybe is tension-filled, anxious, maybe there's a pain. Sometimes a lot of my clients, they stop at their brain because they're like, oof, that sucker is zooming. Sometimes it's their tummy. Sometimes they feel congestion in their heart. So let me know, Bethany, when you find where that is. We'll use you as the... Yeah, uh, I definitely, it was my mind first and then also my gut. But I did, those are also very connected. I know that. Yeah. So right. Perfect. So as you inhale, keep stay there, imagining your hands to your mind. And I want you to imagine you could breathe in. This is to quiet your mind. Drop in, breathing in air. And the air that you're bringing in is, has oxygen and has an ability to slow your mind, almost like put it to sleep, relax it. So as you breathe in and then exhale, tension. And you can feel your scalp. You can feel your brain just automatically goes, oh, oh, I can relax. And for those of you that are in another part of your body, let's say it's your stomach, just imagine you're sending, the air is like healing, soothing, breathing it in, and blowing out tension, stress, pain, busyness. Do another few of those. And this is our first step to relaxing, connecting with our intuition, is silencing our body. And though you can sit, you can stand. I invite a lot of clients to lay down because I want you to be relaxed. I don't care if you fall asleep. Lots of times there's a don't fall asleep during meditation. I say do whatever feels good. All right. And then the next one, we're just going to do one quick exercise on connecting with our inner knowing. I want you... I invite you to know that your body is more soothed and relaxed. I want you to go think of a chest in front of you, something. Imagine it with your mind's eye. You could see a chest. It's closed. Notice the details of it. 
when you're ready, you can ask the universe, your higher self, a question. Do you have an issue you're facing, a choice? Do you have a problem? Do you have something exciting? Maybe just something simple. What should I have for lunch today? When you're ready, you're going to breathe in and ask yourself that question while you're looking, imagining that chest in front of you. And if you have a hard time visualizing, just sense it. And you have this sense that inside this chest is the answer or is a sign or a tip, guidance. And when you're ready, that chest will open easily for you and you can see, pull out, sense, feel, hear, could even be a voice, a sound, when you open that chest. Pick it up. What is it? And then most importantly, how does it feel? When I do journeys, we want to also be aware that sometimes our body gets sensations. Get a feeling, or maybe you're Part of your body reacts, your eyes twitch. Take another moment to hear the response, see the answer. Breathing that in. Now, all right, I'm going to come back to the space, come back to the podcast, and then did you get anything, Bethany? Yes. You're our guinea pig. <laughs> What did yes, you get? Um, Do you mind sharing what you asked? No, no. Thank you. So, and this is going to go into our, the read that Erin's going to do for me after the show. So stay tuned for that little clip after. Um, but yeah, so my focus right now is my business and just feeling a little bit lost in my direction. Um, in terms of what I'm offering to people, I guess. Mm. Um, and so that was kind of my question that's been on my mind this week. And what was inside my chest was a star. And also I, I just like at first the word channeling, like, and then what I just, what I put together right before we came back was um, the, that I'm, ch- I channel, uh, I didn't even know how to put it, like astrological, uh, I don't like, I don't know what to say, like um, events. Like I, like I, I need to tap more into my channeling in terms of connecting to what's happening in the cosmos oh, perfect. <laughs> and focus on that stuff. Perfect. That's, yeah. And so thank you for sharing that. Cause I know mm-hmm. what I love. Bethany's awesome because I just didn't tell her I was going to ask her to share. That's fine. <laughs> but well, I knew you were going to read me. So <laughs> if you, any of you saw something and it doesn't make sense mm-hmm. in a, I'm, I like to call them journeys or meditation, just, Put it on the shelf and be like, you know what? It's going to make sense later. I'm going to get a sign. I'm going to hear something. Maybe I'm going to play a song later in the car. Or it's going to connect. So you can sometimes just have, um, you can just make the connection later because it's going to unfold. And I think that's what's lovely about the universe and our intuition is that it doesn't come at us like speed racers. It comes at us as what we can absorb, right? Like some people eat slow methodically yeah. some people eat fast intuition's the same thing sometimes it comes up it bubbles up slow and sometimes it comes up fast 
Right. And I think it's recognizing how it shows up for you. So like for me personally, I eat fast. So if I'm relating to what you just said, my intuition is also super fast. Yeah. But I tend to, I tend to like, um, cause I also eat really fast. <laughs> I noticed it about myself <laughs> recently. I'm like, dang, slow down. Um, but I tend to doubt it because it comes up really quickly. So right. Even before I finish the question in my head, am I getting mm-hmm. the answer? And that's my intuition. And I'm like, wait, 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 what? Like, (laughs) is that right? You know? Um, so that's where I was like, I don't know. So it, yeah, trust, you're going to have to keep doing it multiple times, like Mm -hmm. as a practice to recognize how your body is communicating with you. Right. Yeah. And I would say tip two for people to, you could get a buddy in this. You know, I had Mm -hmm. my friend Alicia, who I said, I really, she was just natural at this. Like her Mm -hmm. family is psychics just kind of and so we would just play games sometimes like mm-hmm. okay um what kind think of a color or i'm gonna numbers like we would just text games back and forth just to practice yeah. just to mm-hmm. see like did i get it right. like one area that i suck at to this day still i cannot seem to predict the gender of babies to <laughs> save my life well, and people always time, ask you Oh, all the time. And I'm like, yeah. and I even get a sense of it. I'm yeah. like, ooh, feels like a girl. And But then it's a boy. And yeah. I have no idea. I have one friend who basically is like, you don't get paid to do this, do you? And I'm like, no, I don't get paid to pick gender. But I will That's get hilarious. a sense of like, oh, a baby's coming. Yeah. Oh. And, and I've been, I'm actually not that bad, but 50% of the time is not good enough. That's still failing. Yeah. In a yeah. Yeah. You're like, but I I'll tell people like, strengths. I'm getting it. Yeah. I feel so is your is one of your strengths though like recognizing which astrological sign somebody is like their sun sign are you usually good at are you getting better yeah I I get um so Bethany knows this so when I meet a client I'm like what's your first name I get hits on lots of names not all of them but like 80 percent yeah I get hits on astrology so if you say I'm Bethany and I'm an Aquarius automatically I'm starting to go places yeah um so my clients when they're dating and I'm coaching them, and especially if they're doing online dating. And mm-hmm. Bethany's had this where I'll be like, give me first name and give me their sign. Yeah. And then if I'm kind of like, give me a picture. Yeah. I could start getting stuff really quickly. And yep. I, I call it, it's my skill for screening. I can like help clients screen yes. the guys. Yes. Bethany is still like, I want to screen. There's a particular type <laughs> she likes. And I'm like, mm. well, I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> She likes her surfer guys, mellow. And if a guy's it's listening, pro- like, oh, those are my I'm dad. That's my daddy issues. <laughs> Prob- it is. My dad was a surfer when he was younger. Like, yeah, super chill, laid back. He's also a Libra, by the way. Okay, Libra is my moon sign too. So that's yeah, and I yeah. So it's there's certain things that I get stuck on, mm-hmm. and my clients like. Okay, so my one friend Debbie. I was like, you need something like this. And she likes your kind of guy. She's an mm-hmm. Aquarius too. She's like, eh. oh, yeah. So she kept looking for these guys. And now she's starting to date someone. And I'll be like, and, and I met him. And I'm like, yep, that's exactly. And I like the relationship more than she did in the beginning. She's oh, my like, God. He's so different. I'm like, he's yeah. solid. He is rooted. Yes. He is a guy's guy. And he has like a backbone and yeah. clarity. And she wanted easygoing. I'm like, nope, this is not an easygoing guy. Yeah. Yeah. But that's what I like about him. I can see that where an Aquarius needs someone who is like that for sure. Because we're so airy fairy. Like we fucking change every second. 
<laughs> I see you guys are like the butterflies and you yeah. need your oak tree. Like, I do. That's so true. And usually people in the world that are very intuitive need that because they need to yeah. be able to go and be flighty and connected. So they need their partner to be rooted and very in the human world. Yes. So absolutely. yeah. Which like when I do events, like I'll do group readings, I'll have to hire someone to come with me because yeah. I'll be like, oh shit, I didn't do uh, like I can't remember to do stuff and yes. also read clients. So yeah. that makes sense. Yeah. Like my clients know me before or after, like, just don't do it when I'm with them because I'm doing, we're working. Mm -hmm. So exactly. Got to switch it, switch gears there. Okay. So we're, we have a little bit more time. So we already kind of touched on this, like listening to music, like figuring Mm -hmm. out which way you fall into that meditative state easily. But do you have any other tools or tips on how to create that environment to engage your intuition? And then can you do just like a quick general read for the collective? Yes, I would okay. love to. Okay, so a couple of other tips is find someone you want that inspires you. Follow them on Instagram, Facebook, um, podcasts, mm-hmm. uh, YouTube. YouTube, yeah. So if you are kind of like, gosh, astrology sounds great, then follow someone. Mm-hmm. Who, numerology, I follow, I like Deborah Silverman. Mm-hmm. She has a book, The Missing Element, but she's also does, uh, if not daily, every other day reading, um, like astrology. Carrie Samuels is a happiness coach, but, and these are people I've never met. These are just people I follow. Mm-hmm. Um, and but she it's like, you feel does, like you know them because you follow yeah. them. <laughs> Numerology. Yeah. Um, I also, um, if you're looking to really kind of change the way you interpret the world, I like Joe Dispenza. Dr. Joe Dispenza Mm. does a lot of brain stuff. Yes. And if you're just beginning and you want to like connect and and she's, um, Gabby Bernstein, but she's, she came through yoga really. And she also, um, sobriety was like, so getting sober. So Mm -hmm. if you're like, I'm so disconnected, like she's a great way to really bring the humanity nice. to it. And there's, um, she's, and, and what I would invite you to do is when you see something and it pulls you towards it, go towards it. Oh, I like yes. this. Oh, but it's out of order. I don't give a shit about what yeah. you supersede, what you are drawn to supersedes how people tell you what to do. Exactly. Yeah. So I would say those are some tools or actually, um, resources yes. and you can also go to you know my website you can get um which is aaronpruitt.com and you can get um i do monthly reads mm-hmm. for people or go to instagram which is the real aaron pruitt and i do mm-hmm. card i pull a card of the day yes and i think also you know bethany does tarot tuesday so mm-hmm. she does also posts where she reads the energy and using tarot so if you're like yes. ooh, i like that run that direction. Right. Or like, look at people who you follow too, you know? So say you like Aaron or say you like, you know, you're following both of us. Look at the people we follow also. Yeah. That exactly. could be helpful. Yeah. Okay. So general read, here's my sense of, so we're now we're coming to like the tail end of summer. Mm-hmm. Um, we're in a, I mean, look, we're in freaking a global pandemic. Yes. And people are interpreting it different ways. Here's what I see is that there's areas in all of our life that looks like doors are closing, shutting down. We're not having the life we wanted, maybe mm-hmm. or anticipated. Mm-hmm. Unless there's the introverts, then they're just happy as hell that this is all like slowing down. <laughs> but I feel like there's there's this there's been this slowdown or sudden halt to life. Yeah to do a little bit of more inner work, to 
heal parts of ourselves because yeah. I think the energy is starting to pick up, but it's not to pick up. Here's the key, not to pick up so that we go back to this, like where we were last year at this time. Right. Fast paced. Like it is really, I feel like the universe gave us this global pandemic to heal things like the planet and you yeah. know the environment, but also to rethink like, Hey, why do you get to go into work every day? Why can't we work from home? Why can't we um, change like, you know, education's in a revolution of change. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So for me, it looks kind of scary because change is scary and it's oh, happening yeah. all over, yeah. but there's something that could be rebirthed out of it. So I feel like, you know, the Phoenix coming out of the fire, that's yeah. what's starting. To, it's starting to come out of the fire. And if you want to stay with that energy, if you want to grow with that energy, the invitation is where in your own life, are you coming out of the fire, where in yeah. your own life, are you, are you coming more into yourself? Yes. Speaking, whatever your truth is, living a life that you, I want everyone that I work with to wake up excited for that day, yeah. excited who they get to interact with, excited who they're waking up next to, excited mm-hmm. where they're getting their money from. And too many of us are not. Yes. So where can we do the work so that we can have that joyful excitement that happens mm-hmm. on a daily basis, no matter what happens, you know, my husband died and I really quickly was finding my lane. Yeah. Cause that was financial. That was my love. That was a partner. That was the father of my daughter who they have yep. this incredible relationship. Yeah. He was a steeply rooted in our um, community and I pivoted. I was like, yeah. I'm damned and determined to pivot and come out of this as a better human yeah. and happier. Like mm-hmm. how, like how is that even possible to lose love of your life and be happier? And yeah. I am a testament to that. So I think that that's Absolutely. what this time is about. Yeah. For all of us. Yeah, I agree. So if you resonated with that and you want to get deeper into your own personal transformation that you're going through, then contact Erin. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. A little plug in there. <laughs> and I actually, we're going to be after this, if you want to stay tuned, yes. I'm going to read Bethany, mm-hmm. um, just showing you guys what I do, but I want to really acknowledge that whenever Bethany and I read anyone or um, whether it's each other, we're also reading some of you. Yes. The way the universe works is it usually there's messages, not just for the person like Bethany, the person I'll be talking to, or it's also for, it could be for hundreds of other people. Yes. Because some of us are learning the same thing or we're in the same air, uh, exactly. same place in our life. So listen in a way that's like, is this for me? Oh no, yeah. it's not for me, but it's for my sister. Oh my gosh. I got to tell exactly. her. Exactly. That's so true. Or it's just bits and pieces of it, you mm-hmm. know, take, take parts of it. Not everything will apply to you, but some of it might, but yeah, listen for yourself. Totally. Yeah. So stay tuned after the, uh, after this episode, it will be there for you to listen. And, um, anything else you want to add Aaron before we go? No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thank you guys so much for joining us. We will see you later. Bye. Bye.